Greetings and welcome to the Pure Report. I am your host, Rob Ludeman, and it's time to bring the Virtual Orange, two guests today on this uh, special pod, bringing you Craig Waters all the way from Australia, our PM on Flashstack. How are you doing, Craig? I'm good, Rob. I love the using the term virtual there. Yeah? Very, very uh, appropriate, I think. I'd like doing the Well, a lot of times we have in <laughs> studio. And also um, from Cisco, our, our, our Valued Alliance partner, Eric Blonda. Eric, how are you? Uh, doing very well. Thanks for asking. Um, great to have you on. Eric, I'll have you go first. Why don't you talk about your role with Cisco, what you do there, how you partner with Pure, how long you've been at Cisco, some background. Sure. Yeah, that's fun. Um, I, I actually started at Cisco in 2004, um, coincidentally enough, as, a, as an SE covering the, the, very, the, the, the debut of the MDS storage networking equipment. So um, since then, I've remained in the, in the data center space with Cisco, mostly in a sales and systems engineering role. And most recently, I'm actually fairly new in the global partner organization role here now and have been uh, responsible for the Pure Alliance at Cisco uh, Worldwide for about four months. Fantastic, how are you finding that after four months? What, what's, what are the highlights for uh, you? Yeah, so the highlights, I mean, the highlights for me, um, you know, it, just to kind of get more specific about where I, you know, where I was at, at uh, you know, four or five, almost five years ago, we were just starting to think about working with Pure on a converged infrastructure solution. So I was part of the Tiger team that got to bring the market the first, uh, the very first flash stack offer. I think our first CVD, I could probably look it up, but I think it was SAP. And, um, and now here we are, you know, close to, I think, 30 CVDs and, you know, a billion dollar run rate between the two companies. So it's, a, it, it's um, I feel almost like I'm, I'm able to step back in and, and uh, be part of something that, uh, that was special to begin with, but now is real compelling. Uh, yeah, that's uh, as fantastic. To deliver from, kind of, yeah. from kind of birth to maturity. Very, very cool. Very cool to hear. Yeah, and I was going to say on the CVD front, you know, going from one to very many. And Craig, that's where you come in. You do, you do quite a bit of work on the uh, Cisco validated designs, which, you know, when we're talking to our, you know, prospects and customers who want to figure out how do I run a business application or do virtualization, and you've got this, this wonderful guide that's tested by both companies on this really valued infrastructure. I mean, that's something that you, you live almost day in and day out, right, at uh, Pure as a PM. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's definitely part of um, what I do on a regular basis, yeah? yeah. I mean, there's, I think people kind of really don't see the amount of work that goes into um, those uh, reference architectures. Because, I, I mean, obviously, you know, it's documentation talking about how you deploy and some of the design considerations of deploying a specific application use case. But then also there's a lot of that behind the scenes that happens around you know, um, Cisco Tech being able to support the solution and, and building it all out. So, the, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot to it. There's more than you'd think, Rob. Yeah, there is more than you, that, that meets the eye. And I typically say that because I think people kind of look at these things sometimes and go, oh, it's just kind of a reference architecture that was slapped together. But there's really extensive testing and joint work and joint validation, hence the word validation mm -hmm. that's on there. But Eric, you know, you go back to kind of the beginning of, of Flashdeck and now kind of jump back into it. What are kind of the things that you've seen, you know, back then and now that are important that we're solving jointly for customers with Flashdeck? What does Flashdeck do you know, two, two or three of the biggest points that you think are the most valuable takeaways when people are questioning, you know, what, what can this thing do for me? 
Yeah, I mean, the, you know, our customer demand for, for conversion infrastructure really hasn't slowed down in the last 10 years. And the appetite for, for more and more development behind the, the CBDs, as we're saying, um, kind of remains true. It's not, it's not just a reference architecture. And, and as you guys are saying, there's a tremendous investment that goes into the qualification, the testing, the implementation, you know, right down to the, to the you know, driver version with a particular um, with a particular combination of, of technologies ensures that, um, that, that our channel can implement with confidence and that the, the customers can continue to invest. I mean, conversion infrastructure is an eight, you know, still an $8 billion wow. market worldwide um, and is not going anywhere. So, so for us, Cisco and Pure, to be able to maintain what I think is, is the premier offer in this space, um, you know, the, the channel appetite and the customer appetite is, is just not slowing down. Yeah, for sure. That makes Craig excited. Craig's raising his arms here, getting all, getting all pumped up to hear, hear wonderful things said about FlashStack. Yeah. This thing just pipe. getting started with FlashStack, man, I tell you. There's a yeah. Those. yeah, well, let's so, move on to one of the specific things we wanted to chat a little bit about today. You know, we're kind of in this environment where there's a lot more work from home and remote workforce. And uh, we've, been, we've been working jointly on a, uh, a QuickShip VDI solution based around FlashStack. What's, what was the genesis of that? How that come about, Eric? Yeah, so I mean, like you said, you know, any any sort of uh, shifts in work dynamics are going to drive particular technologies that satisfy those shifts. You know, VDI has been around long enough now to mature in such a way that, that you know, there's a number of different number of different ways that an enterprise IT organization can deliver, you know, virtual desktop technology throughout their workforce. And, and, you know, we're, again, back to the CBDs, we've been really successful with, with VDI CBDs. Um, and, and where we are now with this specific opportunity is to, is to take, you know, a technology like VDI, which is matured in a space that's fairly well understood, well-defined and, and enterprise IT has been, eager to adopt, combining that with the tried and true methodologies of the CBD, and now most specifically assembling um, a quick ship offer because, you know, as, as we're deploying quickly, um, you know, as supply chain dynamics are, are quickly um, updating um, around the world, we want to ensure that, that um, the demand for this type of technology for enterprise IT to scale um, either an existing VDI uh, implementation or deploy additional or new VDI implementations, um, the, the, the opportunity to assemble something that is that is bundled uh, and the term bundle can mean a lot of things in a lot of different contexts, right, but from right. a seller point of, yeah, from a seller point of view, um, and you guys know this, anytime we can, um, we can kind of create, a, you know, higher level, you know, solution IDs or SKUs that can be in an ordering system that are, that are more or less pre-configured um, and pre-qualified um, in such a way that, that you can get them quickly, easily, predetermined um, in such a way that it's it's incremental enough or modular enough so that you can size it based on a particular requirement, and then flexible enough such that you can you can use um, um, kind of you can adapt to, to different customer requirements um, depending on on uh, the particular solution, the particular VDI uh, solution that they either are running now or, or want to go with. So um, we're excited about this this opportunity to partner quickly, 
use um, use kind of a known good platform that um, that's been qualified with all of these um, kind of historical facts that we like to reference, but but apply it in the new work dynamic and provide something that's tightly coupled and ready to go. Yeah, really exciting um, to to hear about that um, at a high level and just that it's it's come together really quickly. Um, Craig, how do we go about sizing this, right? Because you've got different enterprises with different challenges in terms of the quantity of users of people out there. You know, you got hundreds, you got thousands, you've got a 2x, 3x multiplier kind of happening right now. Like, how do we go about looking at the, at the different pieces to put together? I mean, is it simple as just looking at the, the performance metrics that are on there? Or are there other factors when you guys got together to collaborate and look at how we size this out? Is it kind of a t-shirt sizing thing? Like, what are we looking at? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, so I, I want to, I'm going to answer your question, but I did want to say first that I think 2020 is the year of VDI. And, and I know yeah. that in the past, there's been a lot of different years where they've been saying, is this going to be the year of VDI? But I think 2020 is it. So um, I, I was glad to get in that in there. But, but basically what we do is we'll typically look at a, a profile of a, um, a kind of work you like on a, on a desktop. So I think what we've done in this case is we're looking at a, um, you know, a, a professional workload. So it would be things like, you know, a, um, an end customer using, you know, Office 365 or, you know, uh, I mean, you know, typical use cases around web browsing, you know, light to medium video use. And then that, that really kind of then provides us with kind of like a building block on the size of the desktop. So, you know, the number of CPUs, the amount of memory, the amount of hard disk space. And then we can take those values and we can combine them um, to look at sizing based upon, you know, the amount of our average IOPS for a desktop, um, along with those capacity requirements for the uh, 40 gig and uh, 15 gig user space and those sort of things. And we can bring all that together then and based upon that, we can build a footprint for, and I think, you know, the quick uh, ship in this case our, our smallest size is like a thousand desktops okay so we can actually use that then to scale you know how we're going to scale compute how we're going to scale storage um, and and then really what we've done in this situation with the quick ship is kind of provide these building blocks so you know i think um, you know from a storage perspective um, we've started with a thousand desktops being on our um the pure storage flash array uh, x10 r3 um, I think it's going to have like 22 terabytes raw uh, capacity. And then what we've done is incremented that based upon, you know, there's 2,500 desktops or there's 5,000 desktops. The beauty or the great um, situation with this is that, you know, we can leverage things like Great Flex. So a customer can start with 1,000 desktops based upon the X10R3, and then they can use the upgrade Flex to, you know, increase, you know, put new controllers in with new performance, you know, so going from an X10 to an X20, but then also, you know, adding direct flash shells and adding more capacity as well. So we can kind of meet the requirements of the, you know, of additional uh, number of desktops, but we can do it incrementally. You know, it's not, you know, like the traditional days where, you know, customers have to do a full fortnight upgrade and buy a new set of equipment and all those sort of things. The great thing with this offering is, is we can augment the solution customers. Uh, requirements change, you know, which I think is really key to the flexibility of this particular solution. Yeah, and I think you make a great point. I was actually going to go there next, which was just around the the you know one of the hallmarks of the platform is is 
the expansion capability. So I think it's really a neat message to say, look, you have a requirement right now. You can get in on the ground floor with what we're offering with this and get it quickly, right? Um, but also if you find your needs expand sort of over time, you've got this modular and flexible architecture that can just spin up to support more, more users and do it in a really quick period of time. How, Eric, how are, we, how are we able to deliver that jointly, both companies and, and have the capability to deliver in such a quick period of time for these for these needs that we're seeing right now yeah so to the quick period of time and, and that's really i think what if you want to say what's what's different about what we're putting together now you know we've um you know we've had a good bdi business with flashback um but what this is and, and we're putting the quick in quick ship we're talking about shipping um, from the order within a two-week window, um, and and um, Craig can comment more on on kind of the the advantages that Pure has from a supply chain standpoint. But Cisco is, you know, Cisco is maintaining a, a you know a supply chain now that spans a, a fairly broad product line in UCS. So what the business unit did, the compute business unit did at Cisco was work with our supply chain on on specific components that we could ensure a quick delivery on. And um, and you'll find you know if you're familiar with the UCS design and configuration, you'll find the the fan favorites um, make up this configuration. So it's it's built on the the bread and butter B200 M5 servers. It's a, a blade based solution inside the chassis with the the FI, uh, the IO modules the FIs. Um, so um, you know this configuration is very familiar to. Um, the Cisco channel, the Cisco seller, and the Cisco buying center for for compute, and and fortunately the BU is able to um, to promote and maintain this this short lead time. And so we, you know, the first thing we wanted to do was try to round out the offer uh, with the the storage configuration because again speed to delivery and deployment is going to come from the the whole solution. So we knew we wanted to base it on pure storage uh, based on our successful um, flash stack history and knowledge base. Um, so the, the quick and quick ship, I think, is, is what makes that different. And, and to your question, how are we able to do it? It's the, it's the coordination of the Cisco uh, BU or the Cisco supply chain and then executing quickly through a channel that knows and loves it already. Yeah, Craig, you want to comment on the, on the pure supply chain at all on, on that as well, just to build on what Eric talked about? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, I think it's, you know, for Pure specifically, I think it's one of our um, strongest kind of areas is the fact that we can um, ship these products in a very short space of time. And, and you know, we're seeing that now, you know, we're seeing um, customers reach out with specific requirements that we're able to kind of, um, you know, uh, resolve and, and, and provide them a speed to value that, that's really unique in the market. So, um, so I think this is a great thing, you know, but bringing the compute of, of Cisco and then the, the storage of pure together as flash stack and then delivering that in a time frame that can be, you know, fund, you know, fundamentally um, changing to an organization that they can actually, you know, build up resources to be able to, you know, support new uh, work from home use cases in a very short lead time. I, I think, you know, it's a win for everybody at the end of the day. Yeah, I, we've been talking heavily about the infrastructure pieces, which makes a lot of sense. But what if you're in a situation where you're needing to spin this up really quickly? Um, you know, there are optional things, Eric, like like licenses or other things that you can add on to this quick ship just to augment the the infrastructure piece itself. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, you know, we'll do as much licensing as we can, uh, you know, here at Cisco and, and through the channel. Um, 
VMware Horizon licenses and license packages are, are available through Cisco. Certainly the channel can add Citrix licenses if those are necessary. Um, a lot of these uh, Windows, Windows 10 um, configurations might require uh, GPU configurations, so we can add the GPU through the Cisco um, price list as well. So once you kind of build the core solution ID out in CCW, and these will be, these will be you know, very easy to configure in, in CCW if you're familiar with how that tool works. And then, and then the options for licenses um, for um, for Intersight, for example, um, and for you know, we'll, we'll have to do a podcast here soon on uh, the pure uh, storage integration with Intersight, which is awesome. But um, Intersight for management and other um, other you know data center software products focused on UCS, like Workload Optimization Manager, if you wanted to to kind of size and optimize based on on um, workload optimization technology. So certainly we, we know we can build and execute on the core specifically, as you said, the infrastructure component, but then licensing, whether it's DDI licensing or, or licensing for, for management like, uh, like Intersight or optimization like CWAM is, is, uh, is, is obviously those are, those are always quick to ship as we say, it's really easy. To yeah, quick yeah ship software. exactly. And I will absolutely take you up on your offer to, uh, to come back or, or have somebody from Cisco come back. Cause uh, I would love to, to hear about all the Cisco integration pieces that add value to, to the flash stack. We, we sometimes focus on all the things we do and all the pure, you know, which is goodness, but yeah, I'd love to do something a little more deeply on, uh, on Intersight uh, with you and, and uh, any other facets too. We'll, 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 uh, we'll discuss that. I'll circle back afterwards um, to, to go into that. Um, Craig, I had something queued up for you and I just went on that jag, but um, that's what I want to get back to. Um, this isn't a CVD. However, would it still be valid to go refer to CD, CVDs that we've done and updated over time for VDI, right? I mean, this is, this is a bundle where we're trying to streamline the, the delivery, but I, th I assume a VDI CDVD that we've done somewhat recently and update around or that exists is something folks could still go back to and look at how do I go and run and operate? Absolutely, Rob, absolutely. So you, know, you have to kind of understand with a CVD, um, it's a reference architecture, it's guidelines. And so yeah. really, you know, the, the whole point of the CVD is, is that the, the partner or the customer that's implementing the solution they can look at that reference architecture and there's elements there that they can follow that are unique to their specific use case. And so absolutely with these, you know, the, you know, it could be with QuickShip, it could be that it's a whole new VDI solution that they're building. It could be that they've already got an investment and they're augmenting it to add more um, desktops, you know, with a workforce, workforce where there's more people working from home. So, so either of those scenarios, there's definitely the opportunity there where they can pick up the CBD, look at how the components are configured, and then use that as, as good guidelines as how they're actually going to implement um, the VDI uh, solution. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're not, um, you know, we're not providing a CBD specifically as part of uh, QuickShip, um, but we've got, you know, there's many pieces of collateral as part of all those CBDs that we mentioned earlier on. Uh, that cover use cases around Horizon View and also um, with um, Citrix desktops as well and, and, and apps as well. So um, all the all the kind of gamuts are covered uh, from that perspective. Yeah. Let's say let's say I'm a, a a smaller entity and we started earlier talking about a thousand uh, desktops, but let's say I'm a smaller entity and I like what I'm hearing right here. Can I can I get in for under a thousand if I don't need that? Is there is there a, a config for that, Eric? 
Yeah, certainly on the, you know, the compute side is built very incrementally, as you know, there's a, you know, you work from a, a blade chassis design with, with, you know, once you've built, you, you either build the, the, the basic configuration using the, the chassis IO modules and fabric interconnects. But, but to your point, if you're expanding an existing um, UCS uh, environment, there is, you know, we, there are quick ship bundles that go all the way down to an individual B200 based on a 125 seat configuration. So you could build from a, a single blade 125 seat up through, you know, a thousand or 2000 or, or, or more 5,000 based on the incremental, uh, configuration, either, either in that, that FI domain or even building kind of build out on a, on a pod by pod basis. I mean, we're, we're, you know, we're seeing, you know, a, a 60,000 seat VDI environment isn't uncommon in some of our big enterprise customers. Wow, that's a that sounds like a massive environment. Yeah, yeah, it is. But but again, to to, to this to kind of to this use case, we're you know we're fortunate to have the kind of the BU uh, the BU support, the supply chain support, the, the kind of the expedited seller support, whether it's in the channel or or kind of from a an inside Cisco standpoint, being able to get into CCW, do this quickly based on kind of some quick ship references, which which you'll be able to find in in Sales Connect. Um, and uh, you know, from there, that's that's really the appealing part of it is, is the incremental basis, kind of the pre-designed, you know, off-the-shelf offer, the quick ship fulfillment, uh, and then the close association with Pure. Again, it's it's you know, it's it's one thing for Cisco to be able to assemble, offer, and deliver, you know, on something like this, but be able to complement it so closely with a Pure offer that is designed to directly reflect, you know, we're working together, but you know, as as these are actually getting to market. So that um, you know, you don't have to you don't have to fit um, one with the other. These are these are really parallel offers that are um, assembled through 100% through our channel partners that will be able to get it done real quickly. Yeah, absolutely, very complementary and uh, oh, great example of of why this alliance works really well between the uh, two companies. Uh, Craig, keep me honest. What did I miss? Um, probably my only comment would be around um, you know if. From a scaling perspective, I yeah. mean, you mentioned there, Eric, you know, the, the um, 60,000 user use case. What we'd want to do is we'd want to apply um, like a pod-based architecture in those kind of scenarios. So, um, you know, it's great to have, um, you know, the building blocks so that we can, you know, provide like a cookie-cutter approach to actually like um, putting out those those pods. So we typically say like, you know, for a from a failure domain perspective, about a 5,000 desktop pod would be a very good size to start with. So basically, you know, you'd size and size the solution based upon the amount of compute to support that number of users, obviously the amount of storage and stuff. And then that would be your pod-based architecture. And then you'd repeat that pod-based architecture based upon the number of users that you're scaling to. Um, just really helps then from a, um, you know, business as usual end operational perspective of like managing, maintaining those environments. And then obviously, as I said as well, from a failure domain perspective, so if you have an outage, you know, things do happen, things go down, that's part of um, IT infrastructure as general. Uh, but if you do have those scenarios occur, you're protecting yourself, you're reducing your the um, risk of that impact. And then obviously, you know, that helps then as well with things like business continuity uh, within your organization as well. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, great advice with the with the pod based kind of approach to that. But um, good good point to get across that you can scale, 
very effectively, but to, to make sure you take into account things, uh, things around risk and all that. Well, um, I get close to wrapping here, but um, Eric, where would you send folks to get more information, more details on this? Who should they talk to? Where should they go? Yeah, I mean, just align with your local Cisco team, um, I think is the best thing to do. Um, if you're familiar with Cisco Sales Connect through either if you have a CCO login and, and are used to going there for information, then um, Sales Connect, you know, quick ship, the search for the quick ship um, for VDI and, and uh, that's the best place to get some of these, um, some of these easy to interpret um, user guides that will help you walk you through the process. Um, or certainly, you know, shoot me a note or, or uh, let me know how I can help uh, through the Pure Alliance uh, folks. The, the Pure BDMs um, can certainly uh, help out with this and, and uh, it will not be hard to, to find out how to get this done. Awesome. And Craig, where, where, are we, uh, where are we promoting this from Pure Perspective? Flashback.com or are we, are we getting it up elsewhere? Yeah, there'll be. Um, I'm going to do a blog. Um, it should be out by the time we, um, we, this show goes out. So um, that's going to talk about more of the details, you know, some of the things that we've covered today as well. But uh, I mean, essentially, really, it's around, you know, um, you know, go and chat to your preferred channel partner, um, okay. you know, um, and then in turn, obviously, you know, talk to the, um, the pure storage sales teams as well. I mean, you know, they'll be able to help, obviously. Um, you know, we're trying to make this very simple um, to utilize so that we can, you know, we can get that quick sorted out and, and um, you know, solve that customer requirement as early as possible. Well, fantastic. Really exciting news. I appreciate you guys both coming on um, this afternoon and Craig having us do it in the afternoon since you've got some time zone challenges with your <laughs> Australia. You, you now win the award for furthest away uh, podcast guest on the Pure Report. So congratulations so Rob, on that. Yeah. yeah. So Rob, I, I am actually talking to you from the future. You know that, don't you? It is actually 9.30 a.m. <laughs> tomorrow morning your time. It so is. It go. is. Yeah. I, yeah. I had another, some other request. <laughs> I had another request come in today for something relative to uh, VDI from, from our APJ marketing team. And I was advising my team to get it done on Friday because out in the future on Monday, they'll have a chance to look at it and get it back before our day starts. So it's a, uh, <laughs> It's a wonderful thing how those how those times yeah. work. But hey, if you're out there and you're looking to see how to scale your VDI infrastructure really rapidly, uh, hopefully you found this super interesting. And uh, both Craig and Eric are great resources that uh, you can reach out to. Keep an eye out for Craig's blog debuting. I think sometime around uh, this should go live around the 15th. So if you're listening to this, yeah. it will probably be April 15th or later and uh, if you're an existing flashback customer well hey you know take a look at this as well as another way to expand and to uh, leverage that converge infrastructure you know works really well for you already hey thanks gents loved having you on eric thanks again thank you very much craig we'll have you back uh, very soon i think right Absolutely. Lots to talk about in the world of Flashtack at the moment. So uh, you're on. Yeah. And thanks for uh, both yourself and Eric for coming on today. I appreciate it. Yeah. Absolutely. It was a blast. Super informative. And uh, thanks everybody for listening, for telling a colleague. We will keep the great topics coming for you on the Pure Report. And with that, we will wrap for Pure Storage, Eric Blonda, Craig Waters. This is Rob Ludeman saying, don't look back. Something might be gaining on you.